Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, November 3rd, and this is your FT News Briefing. It's election day here in the U.S., and President Donald Trump has already threatened to challenge the outcome in court. And how are investors weighing in on Trump and his challenger Joe Biden? Depends on the policy issue. We'll take a look. Plus, the massive deal between NVIDIA and chip designer Arm is facing new problems in China. And Volkswagen could be facing a penalty of its own. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Today's the big day. Even before the U.S. Election Day kicked off, nearly 100 million people cast their ballots early. But as we talked about before on this show, Donald Trump has called into question the legitimacy of this election. And yesterday, he continued his threats to challenge the result if he were to lose. I'm with the FT's Washington correspondent, Lauren Fedor, who has a long night ahead of her today. Lauren, thanks for joining me as you gear up. Thanks for having me, Mark. Lauren, um, so as I said, Donald Trump has been questioning whether or not the results of this election should be counted. What should we be looking out for in that department today? Sure. So, you know, the president, as you say, has has repeatedly tried to cast doubt on the role of mail-in voting, which is something that has been in place for many, many election cycles in the U.S., However, this year, we've just seen it on a much wider scale, um, and that's due to the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of people wanted to get in there and get their ballots in early, and they didn't want to show up at a polling station. Donald Trump is, has tried to claim that this is all you know, rife for fraud, uh, and there's really very little evidence of that. Um, you know, that said, today, we'll be looking out for a whole bunch of things. And, and one of those things is actually just turnout in person, because while we've seen record numbers of people voting early in the U.S., and that's both by mail and in person, in many states, people have actually been able to show up. You've seen those images of people in these huge lines in places like Atlanta lining up to cast their ballots in person. But today, we'll be looking to the polling stations as well. And and while a lot of people are coming out to the polls today, because of mail-in voting, it could be the case that we won't even know who the winner is until much later in the week. Yeah, it, we are far less likely to have a firm sense of where things stand tonight as compared to, say, four years ago or eight years ago. So each state administers the election in that state. So that means that we have 50 different sets of rules and standards to keep track of. But when we're looking at this election, when we're looking at the Electoral College map, we're looking at a handful of of key battlegrounds. And in some of those battlegrounds, in places like Florida, uh, North Carolina, they've actually already started counting those mail-in ballots. So we could see something looking very much like a full picture of every ballot counted in those states on Tuesday night. Other places, though, that are really important for the final outcome of this election, places like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, they may not actually be able to count all of those ballots because they're only starting to count them on Tuesday um, until later in the week. You know, it's really important to remember in U.S. elections that uh, there's an official result, there's an official count where every ballot is counted, and then there are projections. So on the night, we may very well see projections based on early or initial results, and those are done by the major broadcast networks and by the wire services like the Associated Press. But the official results are very, very unlikely to come on the night. Right. And even if a candidate declares a victory tonight or, you know, early morning Wednesday, it doesn't matter until those official results are released. Lauren Fedor is our Washington correspondent. She covers U.S. politics. Thanks, Lauren, and good luck. Thanks, Mark.
and investors will be keeping an eye on the outcome of the election, too. U.S. equities were relatively calm yesterday when you compare them to last week's volatility. One equity strategist told the FT that there's a bit of relief among investors with Biden being up in the polls before the election. So what do investors want from each candidate? I've got the FT's U.S. capital markets correspondent, Richard Henderson, on the line. Richard, let's start with tax. What are investors expecting there? So if Biden gets in, he will increase corporate taxes. He wants to bring it up from 21% to 28%. Trump brought the corporate tax rate down from 35 all the way down to 21 Obviously, business love this. Stock market investors love this because they were able to get their hands on more profits. The question mark, I suppose, really becomes how long will it take to do this? And if the Democrats don't win in a blue wave where they gain control of both chambers of Congress, will there be further impediments to increasing corporate taxes? If there is a blue wave with Democrats taking the White House and U.S. Congress, it could, it could have a real impact on U.S. stimulus. What are we looking out for there? The rule of thumb from markets folks has been if we get Biden and if we get a blue wave, there'll be a bigger package for fiscal stimulus than compared to another Trump victory. So that by and large, markets like very much. They want lots of fiscal stimulus to supercharge the economy, to get everybody spending, more money sloshing about. That's generally good for the economy, good for markets. Now, I want to switch gears a bit to talk about big tech and regulation. It's something we've heard a lot about in 2020. How do investors expect either administration to approach it in the next four years? I think the big point we have to remember here is that under either Trump or Biden, we should expect a bigger focus on tech regulation. And I think the way that will manifest itself is antitrust. Now, we've seen this lawsuit from the Department of Justice. They've gone after Google for antitrust in a lawsuit focusing on Google's search business. What does that tell us as investors or what does that tell us as people watching the markets? I think we can interpret this as the Trump administration, the Department of Justice signaling that there will be a bigger focus on antitrust. So Rich, based on your reporting, what are markets expecting? Keep in mind that when Trump won in 2016, all the pundits, a lot of portfolio managers expected the markets to go down considerably. And what happened was the opposite. For one overarching reason, and we saw this in financial stocks in particular, but it was Trump's focus on deregulation. Removing impediments to business was good for business. Committing to reducing taxes was good for business, good for shareholders, maybe not good for the economy, good for the everyday American, but the stock market reacted in that favorable way. So there's an argument to say that a Biden win, which we can expect a bigger focus on regulation, we can definitely expect a desire to increase the corporate tax rate that may have a negative impact on stock prices. However, maybe that's already been taken into consideration. So there is a strong argument to say that that the market has in advance adapted to a Biden victory. But I think a lot of investors are worried that we'll see a repeat of 2016 when all the pollsters were proven wrong and Trump won. 
Richard Henderson is our U.S. Capital Markets correspondent. Now, moving on to some corporate news, NVIDIA's $40 billion deal for the UK-based chip designer Arm could be in trouble. In June, Arm China's board voted to remove Chief Executive Alan Wu, but he refused to step down. He was accused of conflicts of interest relating to his Alpha Texture investment fund, and around the time of the vote, Mr. Wu said he would not comment on speculation. Now, it's emerged that Mr. Wu assumed control of a key investment firm and controls four out of six of Arm China's shareholders. So what does this mean for the NVIDIA deal? Well, the SoftBank-owned Arm and NVIDIA are about to go to China's market regulator for approval. Arm, SoftBank, and NVIDIA declined to comment. Mr. Wu did not respond to a request for comment either. And Volkswagen needs to pollute just a little bit less to meet the new EU carbon emissions limits. And if it doesn't, it'll cost them. EU car makers need to progressively lower average fleet emissions to 95 grams of CO2 per kilometer driven. VW's chief executive Herbert Diess told the FT that Volkswagen would only be within a gram or so of the new limits. VW was in a good position to meet the targets earlier in the year, but is now rushing to make up for ground loss during the lockdowns. A lot of eyes are especially on VW after its emissions cheating scandal in the U.S. a few years ago. If Volkswagen doesn't hit the new target, it could end up costing them hundreds of millions of euros. But EU rules mean VW can pool fleet emissions with another car maker, and it's already done this with MG. Before we go, just a heads up that tomorrow's briefing might come out a little later than normal. We'll be covering the U.S. presidential election, and we want to make sure that we bring you up to speed on the latest on what happened while you were sleeping. Keep an eye out for the episode in your podcast feed. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.